Hey guys and welcome to Koji Living Podcast episode 7. So yesterday my brother and I went to Sapporo to walk around during the day. Uh, honestly the weather, the weather wasn't that great. Uh, it's a little overcast and then it started to rain mildly but it was a nice day. We got to go around the city area and inspect some of the blocks that we haven't actually gotten to just yet. One of my goals with Sapporo has been to kind of memorize the roads. Um, I don't actually know the names because the kanjis are a little bit too difficult for me to understand. But I kind of want to know it by uh, landmark. And so I promised myself during the winter that after the snow stopped, uh, I would probably take more time to explore the city center of Sapporo so that if people come and they need directions, I can kind of help them a little bit better. And so these little excursions to Sapporo have been great because I've been slowly learning about the city more and kind of like picking up on different landmarks. So that's been kind of nice. Another great thing about these like little trips that we do to these individual towns is we find these little hole in the wall restaurants a lot of the times that we end up trying. And honestly, we, we really like it most of the time they end up being really good food the quality is just great and the flavors are always really good recently in Sapporo we found a spicy ramen shop which is has really good flavor and it they have like this topping which is like fried garlic and it's so good and we're so happy that we actually tried it so now we try to make a trip there every now and then just to <laughs> indulge basically but yeah, these little explorations have been getting great. And again, we've been finding some really awesome places. Something that kind of comes up a lot, and it's totally off topic of what I was talking about earlier. But a lot of people have animals, uh, not only in Japan, just everywhere in general. And I think a lot of people neglect the fact that when you want to travel with your pet, or if you're moving with your pet... There are a lot of rules and regulations that each state or country has that you need to follow. And so in this segment of the podcast, I just really want to express the fact that if you're planning on a move, especially one to another country, you really have to look at what that country's requirements are for your animals, your pets, uh, because a lot of people seem to not realize that it's a thing. And they're kind of like shocked when they're hit with a quarantine requirement or uh, uh, airline regulation, etc. I mean, there are so much factors into moving with an animal that a lot of people just don't know about. And I only bring this up because one of our friends, uh, he lives in the mainland US and he's moving back to Hawaii and he had just gotten a puppy. And I explained to him that uh, the rabies test and shots are required and that he needs to do it six months before he leaves. And so he's a little shocked because he's planning on moving in six months. So he's trying to look into it now. But uh, yeah, it kind of like made me realize that a lot of people aren't aware or they just it's something that it's overseen because there's so much so much more going on. But yeah, if you're moving with pets or you're in general, you need to really research that because you don't want to get stuck at the airport or have your puppy, cat, etc. taken away from you for quarantine for I think it's like six months in Hawaii. But for Japan, there are very specific rules for where you come from. And if you don't follow that, then there is a mandatory six month requirement as well for a quarantine period. 
And so I highly recommend you guys do some research into that. Another completely off topic uh, subject that I learned <laughs> actually yesterday or last night, I should say, is you shouldn't take hot baths for too long and you shouldn't continue to add hot water to them. Now, maybe this is a common sense thing, but it's it's never really happened to me until last night. So I kind of never did this. But uh, after I got out of the bath last night, I guess I was so hot that I almost passed out. After doing some research, uh, yeah, I realized that what I should probably do is like either cool the water or just let the water get cool naturally and not add more hot water. And so that was my fault. Luckily, I was able to get out in time and I was safe. And my brother was able to get a chair for me to sit down in after. But it was a scary moment of my life and um, lessons learned. So for those of you who don't know, if you love hot baths like I do, just make sure you cool down the water before you get out so that your body doesn't go into shock. But in any case, in some old business, again, our parents are coming now in, I think it's seven, eight days. And I have that much time to clean our house. I started cleaning the puppy's room and that's kind of just been an ongoing battle. Uh, but recently I've limited their access to that space only when we're out, I'm allowing them in there. And uh, so far it's been okay. You know, they haven't really peed inside the area that they're allowed to be in now. And they're holding their uh, restroom needs till the morning, which I'm very happy about. And so I'm hoping and praying <laughs> that it sticks this way until our parents come. Because I really don't want our mom to walk into our house and it just smells like a bathroom. On the topic of people visiting Japan, it's, you know, I've seen a lot of content creators recently uh, posting pictures and videos now of Japan, especially since the borders have really reopened. And I have to admit, like, I'm very impressed with the quality of work and product that is produced when someone visits Japan. I don't know if it's just because of how inspirational visiting this country is. But I've seen a lot of beautiful work coming out recently and I'm really just jaw dropped by a lot of it. It kind of makes you wonder how that's the case. Because literally every photo, every video I've seen has been just perfect. And that really adds to the majesty or the majesticness of Japan as a whole. I think a lot of people look at it as a go to visit. That's why we're so fortunate and those of you who do live in Japan are very fortunate to be here because we get to experience it on a day-to-day -day basis. But that's kind of been one of my guilty uh, pleasures recently is like looking at these more not mainstream people who do just like videos of like Tokyo, Kyoto, Osaka, you know, Hokkaido. A lot of them are producing amazing, amazing quality product and it's just so nice to watch. And even though I get to live this, you know, sometimes it's like, wow, seeing it through their eyes is such a different experience and something that I've always enjoyed. You know, seeing somebody light up because they walk through the streets of Akihabara for the first time or the look on their face when they're passing through the Shibuya crossing, you know, or seeing the deer at Nara. It's always such a beautiful thing to see the wonderlust and gaze in their eyes where it's like, wow, I'm really here. 
in any case, that's been life so far the last couple of days, just traveling around Sapporo this week, uh, getting ready for our parents to arrive, and of course, just indulging in what Japan has to offer. So I'm just going to end this one here because there's not much more to go over. But until I talk to you guys again, see you, again. See you later. Bye.